We are up to Ois Gimel in Perik Dalid of the wonderful paths of wisdom, Nesive Das of the Nesive Shalom. As always, I want to remind ourselves that he's going to be talking about some very lofty, lofty issues. The idea is to live life and not know that they exist is such a waste. To not have something to look forward to, to thrive, to try at least on a good day and a good zman, and a good time to even know that they exist is mamisha waste. But to feel like, oh, it's so high, I can never get there, that's the Maisa Satan. That's what the Yitzhahara wants us to feel. We have to try. We have to focus on it. We should learn this every week, another chapter, another shear in this, came to a whole chapter, a little ice, a hazard over, internalize it, and we will grow. And that's our job. Mitoich Behiris Hadas, through having clarity of the mind. This has been his big theme of Nesive Hadas, of the paths of wisdom. That people go through life and their biggest fight is to do the mitzvah and their biggest fight is to not do the Avera. And that's so important and so wonderful in every way. But their mind is missing out. They're, they don't have clarity of mind even when they do the mitzvah, even when they win the Avera. And the Yitzhahara is totally giving them bilbul hadas, confusion of the mind. And the weapon, our weapon of mass construction is clarity of the mind. The tzaddikim always were clear, clear on what they're doing. When they're davening, their whole mind was lit up in dvekas to Hashem. We can daven and not even think about Hashem. Right? How many people say, crazy thing happened to me. I was walking down the street and all of a sudden a guy punched me in the stomach. And then it happened again and then I realized I'm in the middle of Slachlanu. We're all guilty of that. It's very, very hard. We can go, we're davening, we're doing mitzvahs, we're doing everything. But where's our mind? And of course, to be an evid and to do the mitzvah, we will get paid. But to do it with dvekus and connection and clarity is the difference, like he said before, between night and day. Through clarity of mind, we can reach the greatest clarity possible in the highest levels of Avodis Hashem, which the ultimate of these madregas that are the ones that the Hasidim does not mean curly payas, it means those that are the righteous ones, that they're really trying to walk in the way of Hashem and, and, and really serve Hashem possible. What's the highest level? Is something called bitolayeshus vahachomer to be mavatel to downplay, devaluate yeshus vahachomer materialism and and me. How much me? Ad sheyeb bechinis ayin vaefes lofana bisparach shemai until they would come. Halavai, we can get there, but until they would come to a bechina feeling ayin vaefes worthless. And and the truth is, we could feel that way sometimes even in front of a very wealthy person or in front of, we don't have really kings, but still, you can meet somebody that's so larger than life, you know, a living legend that the, the more that you're makir and you recognize how great this person is, that you become like, like you don't think that you're anything. When we really recognize God, the more that we truly recognize God, we'll realize the truth, which is, what are we? He was alive for trillions, billions of years before we, before his man we can't understand. He's going to be around for trillions, billions. We're here like a speck. We're here a speck of time. 
we think, oh, I have a nice shirt, I have a this, I have a that. We're mamish nothing. Like you go up in the airplane and you start looking at the cars. They're so busy, but they look, we're ants. We're mamish ants. And we were given opportunity to come down here different than all of the other cre- creations. All the other creations don't have Bechira. So they're just put down here. We were given Bechira, so we actually control ourselves and affect the world. We're the ones who, because of us, Bishul Yisrael, Nivra Eilam, and everything in the world is about Klal Yisrael, and that's why the world, even though there's so few Jews, they think we run the world, and everything. we do. That's what we believe. That's what we know is true. Bishvil Yisrael, Shinikarashis, Bishvil Torah. A cow doesn't have any Bechira. He's just going to go about his way. And Klal Yisrael has a, even more than Adam, more than other people, we have Bechira, and we're here for a mission. We're here to be Misakin, Metakin, our previous Gilgulim, in order to achieve the reason that Hashem created the world. It's a prize there for before Elam Haba. It's a hallway before we get to Elam Haba in order to give us schar, in order to give us... There's a bunch of reasons why we're here. And when we get so caught up in it, Mamamash like that ant, that his his whole life is getting that crumb up that hill. And we really, really can convince ourselves that that we're, we're very important, that we're very important. And we are, in a certain way, very important. We are. The world was created for each and every one of us. And we are controlling. But yet, our importance is only because Hashem gave us a, a mission and a value. But to make, to think that like, I'm Ke'ilu, I am, I, I am, uh, there's an I here. Where's the I? Because God gave me an I, because He gave me a zich, He gave me materialism, and He gave me phys- physicality. So therefore, so some people really, they really feel better. Their spirit, which is spiritual, right, feels better because they're dressed in more expensive clothing. How ridiculous. It does feel good, and and it's meant to feel good. But to think, be'emes, that I'm a more hecher, a higher person, I'm an upper class, I'm a better class, I'm a more important person in the world thing because I am wearing um, name brand shoes or a belt or something, you know, is is ridiculous. Because if I fulfill my tafkid, then I'm I'm doing then then I'm high, and if I don't fulfill my tafkid, you could be dressed to the, you know, to the nines, and it doesn't mean anything. So when a person goes ahead and has clarity on 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 the whole avodas Hashem, his clarity on godliness, and he starts thinking out of his room. Remember the mushal that he gave about somebody that's, you know, your eyes could see up to the at least ninety three million miles because we could see the sun. If, if we couldn't see 93 million miles, no matter how big the sun is, we wouldn't see it because it's 93 million miles away. So we could see very far. Our eyes can grasp something very far, but we, when we're in a room, we can only see, I can only see till that wall, till that wall, till that wall, till that wall. So my, my vision becomes limited by the wall. There are things that are walls that are mastir that block us from having real vision. Tzadikim have real vision. They see the whole world from above. They see what we see, but they all see, they also see how it affects Klal Yisrael, how it affects history, how it affects, um, the Ratzin Hashem. They see the whole thing. The Chayzer from Lublin. Why was he called the Chayzer? Because they say he was able to see from one end of the world to the other. 
You know, it's amazing. We had, in our generation, Chaim Kanievsky Zatzal, Moron Sarah Torah. What did he do? He sat in the shtender, looked at words, and because of that, he told people to operate, to don't operate, promised children, didn't promise children. He was controlling the world much more than anybody, any banker, any guy with a nice suitcase or any real estate mogul thinks that he's, I'm Mr. I have, you know, I control, I'm big. That's big. You can't control the world. These guys were, these guys, these tzaddikim will control, can control. There's a million stories, a million stories. And if you don't believe all, if you believe all of them, maybe you're a fool. But if you believe none of them, you're an idiot because there are so many stories. And if you believe one could happen, then they could all happen. I have so many stories, personal stories with the Gerabah. Personal stories with the Gerabah. And you see, what does he do? Where does he get his energy from? He goes to the gym to work out. It comes from, from physicality. He has a real power. When you look at the power of tzaddikim that they have to give a bracha, that's mukuyim, to give a haftacha. This is a story brought down that somebody came to Rebchaim Kanievsky. They didn't have children for a long time. And they begged, begged Apitava, they couldn't have children. And they said, can we please, please have children? And he gave a bracha. And then they said, well, the, the Rebetzin already gave us a bracha. Rebetzin Kanievsky, while we were waiting, she gave us a bracha. So he smiled and he said, okay, so I have two. And they had twins. What power in the world allows a person sitting by a shtender, opening up old books, what gives them that power? When you realize that, then you realize, you realize how insignificant we are. And the things that make us feel significant are, are fooling us, are so foolish. How do you know? After we pass away, we see what mattered. The, the, the car that we drive is not going to matter. Nothing's going to matter. Just the lives that we built, the mitzvahs that we do, the, the fulfilling the Ratzon Hashem as much as possible. So that's, that's what we should be focusing on. But he says in such a deep way, he says somebody that has Akaras Habayri, somebody that has Akaras Hadas, he's really getting what's happening here. Because I'll tell you the truth, I give this year every week, I've learned this many times, I always, I always love this, right? And I find that my Hakaras Hadas level is so weak. So many times I'm davening and I'm not even thinking who I'm davening to. And even if I am, it's like, it's just on such a, a weak, watered down level. And I see another person and I could, you could see whether they're shuckling a lot. That doesn't necessarily mean anything, but people, they're, they're, they're lit up. They're connected. We have like such fuzz in our minds. That's, that's the real satan, the Eitzahara, that we're living life. We're from. That, but it's, we're so watered down. And so we don't have simcha in, in, in doing mitzvahs and doing avaydis Hashem. It's all part of this whole thing. That comes because I don't have clarity. If I would have clarity, then I, I, I start to, I start to realize how huge the world is. And then memela, how little and insignificant I am. Thank you, Hashem, that you give me the power to do a mitzvah and to affect the world through my mitzvahs and masam toivim. But me as a human being, as a person, whether I'm six feet tall or eight feet tall, once you're in an airplane, I'm an inch, a quarter of an inch or an eighth of an inch, doesn't matter. And whether I'm dressed nicely, you can't even notice it, doesn't even matter. There's no significance. The only significance is the amount of avaydis Hashem that I do. So as I start to Raise my awareness of akaras habayre, 
of recognizing God in my brain, which is what he calls das. That's how we started off. What is das? What is knowledge? How how many mesechtes you know? No. How much encyclopedic knowledge you have? No. Das zu hakara sabari. How much my mind is makir. Having knowledge of Torah is great. You have to do it. That's chachma. But das zu hakara sabari. How much my mind is lit up with being makir God. The more that it is, the less significant I think I am. And the less important, I still have to get dressed. I still want to dress nice. That's fine. I still want to eat. I still want to eat well. That's fine. But importance that's, that's on there, that this is, a, this is important to my life. Anything that's not going to matter, is meaningless. It's a total, like a mirage. It's like the Itzahar is convincing us to spend so much of our life chasing things that have no value. But he says that when you realize that, look what happens. I don't need Oilam Haza because what does it do for me? But he says even more, I don't even need Oilam Haba. I'm not here right now because I need Oilam Haba. I'm here because it's, I, I can't even think about the future. I can't. I'm in front of God. I'm bottle umavotel to Hashem. There are stories, uh, one of the stories of the Baal Shem Tev, where he gave up his whole Eilam Haba to help somebody, I think to help a woman have a child. There was Xera and, and he gave up his whole Eilam Haba. And then he started dancing and he said, N- until now, when I did a mitzvah, I did it because I knew I'm going to get Skyr and Eilam Haba. Now, I, I get to serve Hashem without having a pnia, without doing it for the reward. And of course, that caused him to get back his Eilam Haba. <laughs> right? But even doing a mitzvah for, for reward of Eilam Haba, it's also me. It's also, I'm a me. It's also, look, I have so much schar, and I'm important, and I'm going to be in Haba. So it's perspective. Yes, you, you have to go to work, and you have to make your $12 an hour, and you have to save up your money. You ha- in other words, you have to do mitzvahs, and you have to learn Torah, and, and you should not do Averis. Yeah, it's all true, but you... You have no power. You're nothing. You were just given and instilled that Hashem allowed you to do the right thing and and fill the world with light, or do the wrong thing and then and add darkness. And He created this whole computer system that that it should all work based on you and your actions instead of the cow. He picked you and He put you down here for a mission to be misak in your Gilgul of whatever you didn't do in the last. So that way you can go at a part of a whole unbelievably intricate uh, computer video game, so to speak. And you think that you have like value. You're, you're just a piece of the game. And you do have value. What you do does matter. But because he to- he gave you the power that it should matter. Like he says, like I'm going to explain at length inside the Sefer. What we're learning now is Chelek Aleph of Nesiv Shalom. Nesiv Shalom has seven um, big volumes. Chelek Aleph, and this is the Hakdama called Nesiv Das. I never learned Hakdama of a Sefer before, but I learned this at six Prakim. It was like a real Hakdama called Paths of Wisdom. And when I finished it, I was like, I just want to learn it again and again because it's it's like an overview of what we're doing here. And then in Chelek Aleph, he goes through, like Masil Sisharim, goes through different concepts. Musr and Tshuva and Taira, Tfila, all different stuff.
And then Chelik Beis is on Shabbos, which is beautiful, and Yantif, which is Mamish, Mamish puts a light into Shabbos and Yantif. And then he has the five Chalakim, Ambreshish Moisvekim, Ambreshish Devarim. And in there, there's also on Perkei Avais, at the end of Ayikra, there's also on Beina Matsarim at the end of Bamidbar, on Elul by Devarim. Um, Hanukkah and Purim are not included, I don't know why, they're separate countries. And then he has some other things also, he has Nesive Chinuch, which is my favorite Chinuch book, it's small, it's a little pamphlet, and even just the first six, seven prakim, which are very short, it, it just gives you a whole concept of what Chinuch Habanim really is, and even Christ's Chinuch. So now we're just doing the intro to Chelek Aleph. And he says, Barichus, I'm going to explain in depth inside the Sefer. On the fundamental concept of the Baal Shem Tev, who brings down this beautiful vart. Moshe Rabbeinu said, I will stand between you, Klal Yisrael, and Hashem. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu said to call Yisrael by Matan Torah. I'm going to stand between you. We couldn't be so close to Hashem. We would get burned. Ki'ilu, give you an example. Um, when you want to charge your phone, if you're going to put your phone directly into the outlet, it's going to blow up. So you have a charger that one part fits into your phone and the other one goes into that outlet. And that kind of takes it and it's same the, the energy makes it smaller so that way your, your item, your phone or whatever it is, can um, can can get charged without blowing up. And even more than that, if you don't go into the outlet, but you take your phone and you go to where the outlet is going to, to the panel, and you put it in the, somehow connected to the panel, it for sure will blow up. And if you go not to the panel, but you go to Con Edison to where the, the big master line is bringing into your panels, are that it will for sure blow up. And if you follow the Con Edison line all the way to the plant where the electricity is coming, Fishtetzach, 100% it's going to just blow up. So that, that's what Tzimtzum is in energy of uh, electricity. Um, I'm not an electrician. I made this up. So if you're an electrician and you think that I'm totally wrong, so sorry. But this is what it just makes sense to me. And that's the same thing with Tzimtzum. Hashem's energy, His holiness was so great, it was too high for us. My Shabbat said, I'm going to stand between you. Says the Baal Shem Anoichi. Anoichi is... A person's zich, a person's anoichis, a person's me, the amount of me that I have, that is what stands like a mechitza mafsekas bein yehudi la'aviv shveshamayim. This is what blocks us from connecting, from feeling connected to Hashem. A person could say, how come I don't feel connected to Hashem? The answer is because we have many layers around us. And a lot of these layers are sin, dysfunction, true, but the Chiddush is, a lot of the layers are even from Kedusha. It's ego. That comes from, because I learn, I think I'm better than other people, or I think I'm worthy, or a person who's Matzliach, which is a gift from Hashem. It's such a funny thing, right? Hashem makes somebody rich, and he feels good about himself. You have other people who work much harder, have much better ideas, much more toigluch, they much more uh, creative, and much more toigluch. Um, How do you say that? I forgot. Right and 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 they don't do well, and yeah, then you have a shmagegi who does really well, and he he thinks it's him. It's like a funny thing. Another thing, a person can work on their looks. A person could lose a hundred pounds, and somebody says, "Wow, you look amazing. You look great." So there's a reason, at least, why he would feel or she would feel 
good because they worked. Now, of course, who gave them the energy, the brains, the kayach, the money to go to the gym, to the dietitians, or Hashem anyway. But at least there's something that maybe you feel like you had Bechira, and also who gave you the Bechira. So many people, they would love to lose weight. They don't have the Bechira. Um, they don't have that, the Nekudas HaBechira. They, they can't because they're too depressed. And if you're depressed, you can't lose weight. Or they're overwhelmed, or they don't have money, or they don't have time, or they don't have energy. There's so many reasons why other people, you really think you're better than other people. Of course not. But you did something at least. Forget about that what you did is coming from Hashem, but you did something, right? But so many people could say, wow, you're so handsome, and it feels so good, and it's like, you did nothing for that. You're so beautiful, and, and you feel good. Now, if you got a nose job, you went for the nose job, you got plastic surgery, okay, it's all fake, and it's not you, and it's really, you're, you're complimenting a different face, uh, you, you know, the work of a plastic surgeon, or um, if you did something to earn it, okay, still, it's not really you, because it's, like I said, but when you do nothing, when you do nothing, it just feels so good, and it's like, you did nothing. I'll give you an example, a better example. You could have a kid, you have a child, you could have a three-year-old, a five-year-old, a seven-year-old, a child, any age, and the child is really cute, and someone says, your kid is so cute, or your kid is malaychein, your kid is so beautiful, or your kid, whatever, any compliment, and and you just feel so good, and you did nothing. You you just brought the kid home. You might have even brought home the wrong kid. You know, it's mamash a gift from Hashem, and it just feels good. And it's funny how our brains work. If a kid is very very smart, gifted, even smarter than the parents, right? And, and the Rebbe says, this kid is so smart. He's brilliant. Can I know her? Wow. He's brilliant or he's diligent or anything. And we feel so good. Wow. And equally, he said, you know, your kid is really not smart. Your kid needs to be in a special program. We feel like, like a blow to ourselves. But it's really, it's what Hashem gives us. So all of this is anarchious. All of this is physicality, materialism, how much me I have in my world. My meanness, my meanness, how much me I have in my, in my brain, that is what blocks me from being open to feeling Hashem in my life. That is a wall, that is a mechitza, a wall that blocks a Jew from his father in heaven. If we remove all of these layers, some of them are thick layers of ego, some of them are like thin layers, but you have a hundred thin layers. Imagine you have two magnets, and you put inside these very strong magnets a, a piece of, of, um, of uh, tissue paper. And it's just as strong. Another one, another one, 30, 50, 100, 200. Eventually, it gets weaker and weaker. We have so many layers around us of of meanness that's that's fake and based on on gifts from Hashem if we really think about it but we don't think about it which is part of why we don't have a car sadas we don't think and therefore we end up with a, a lot of stuff around us that's blocking us from connecting to Hashem that's why lev nishbar venidka Hashem leisivza a broken hearted person He's, his, his armor is cracked. He doesn't think he's 
you know, it's terrible and it's painful. But the Shekhinah is with him because he doesn't have all his anachis. He's brokenhearted. He realizes, I'm a nobody, I'm a nothing. And in a way, we should feel that even if we're extremely wealthy and extremely popular and extremely everything because I, I didn't do anything to earn all of that. So sometimes a charmed life is actually blocking us from living a life connected more to Hashem, which has a much deeper value and a value for nitzchias for eternity because all our mitzvahs are supercharged and all of our tefillahs, we're talking more to Hashem, we feel Hashem in our lives, we're davening, we're learning. Everything is closer to Hashem and a person can have a charmed life and everything gets watered down. And he, and he's and he's just not able to feel that need and desperation in his tefillah. And now I don't want anybody to have that. I'm just saying a fact. Anachis he sheimedes. That is what blocks us. Like a mechitza mafsekes ben Yehudi And I'm spending time on this because I just want you to and me to just feel it. Really, we should end here and we should just meditate on this. And we should think, how much of anoichis can I get rid of in my life right now? How much me? And that's why, you know, I'm not going to get into the whole thing, because I also want to drive a nice car. But somebody says, where does it say that you can't? Where does it say that you can't get a Ferragamo belt? And where does it say that you can't buy 2000 I could afford it. I give my sir. I give 20% my sir. All of it is a trap, because the more me I am, the more... It's not even ego. It's ego also. But you could even be an anav and still have anachis. It's blocking you from experiencing a life where you feel a dveikos Hashem that really is the source of happiness and everything is important and everything is real for this world and for the next world.